0: FM104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long.
1: Room 104 podcast uh, with myself and Saoirse up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, all of the, the usual podcast places and you can listen back to the full entire show's no ads, no music, no nothing. Just the full entire shows that are up there. And also, you can listen back to the specific features and the specific uh, interviews with the people that we get on. So you can go and subscribe right now, wherever you're listening to your audio from. Uh, the question this evening, Sir, you had for us was.
2: The question is more than 160,000 pints of Guinness are lost every year due to what? Now, we just got a message in there saying, is it someone stealing the kegs of Guinness? <laughs> no. But I say that does happen quite a lot.
1: Oh, that definitely happens, yeah. Definitely happens. That's what all the pubs hmm. were worried about now with shutdowns. Lads breaking in, stealing their stuff. Um, all of the all of the pubs in Dublin, because the Guinnesses, because the kegs would have gone off anyway, had to send all of their Guinness kegs back to Guinness.
2: Oh, so sad.
1: And all the kegs were slaughtered. It was horrific. That's
2: awful. Poor they were Guinness. all
1: brought out the back and shot. And it was like game over. No
2: one to love <laughs> or look after it.
1: Imagine that, yeah, you've no homes to go to I'm sorry, we just couldn't, we had to euthanise you now and put you down because there's, you know Guinness isn't just for Christmas, it's for life um, It is for life, yeah <laughs> 0876797104 If you think you know what it is, good evening Emily How's you? Hi How What's the crack? What are you up to this evening? Sorry? What are you up to you this up to? evening?
3: Uh, I just bought a new car, so I'm on the way home now Oh, <gasps> What car did you get? A Mini
2: Cooper Oh, I love Mini Coopers I actually never had one of my own, but my sister had one, and I was so jealous.
3: My lovely fiancé got it for me as an unwedding present because no
2: chance our wedding. Oh, oh, no. Hang on a sec. Hang on a second. So you got an engagement ring, and now you've got an, a Shut mini... Shut up, Saoirse. Yep. Are you joking? <laughs> Does he have any brothers by any chance? No,
3: not a single one. Oh.
2: Cormac, see, this is what I'm talking about. I mean, you complain about buying her a ring and she didn't give you a present in return. Still waiting on my Mini Cooper yet? I'm
1: still waiting on my Mini Cooper now. Yeah. So, you know, where, where you is this coming from? You haven't
2: bought it yet. Oh, my God. See, I didn't realise there was men like this out there. Oh, there is. <laughs> Brilliant. That's good to know. I'm still young. <laughs> I still oh, have time. Okay.
1: <laughs> Sorry about this. Uh, oh, my uh, my computer monitor is about to turn off because I can't find the remote. No, we're we're back in the game. Sorry. I had to okay. run over to the other side of the room. Um so Emily, when were you meant to get? When was the date?
3: 20th of June.
2: Oh, uh,
1: uh, right in the middle of it. Yeah.
3: And so when did now, you
2: postpone until?
3: 26th of June next year.
2: Okay. Well, look, I mean, you got a car that you wouldn't have probably got otherwise.
3: Yeah. yeah that's it. And it, did he surprise you with that? Well, he told me about it last night. We just went to have a look at it and then...
2: He's bought
1: it. <laughs> Amazing. I'm just,
2: I'm just so jealous. I
3: really, I really am.
1: I hope you went to go see the car in your wedding dress. That would have been all kinds of crazy. That would have been brilliant.
3: <laughs> no, because my wedding dress is still in the shop. It was meant to be collected a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah,
1: there's, no. There's no point now because stupid coronavirus wrecking <laughs> it for everyone.
2: That is hard, though, yeah. especially when you have a date set in mind and everything else yeah. to have to postpone it. But look, you'll have an amazing wedding next year and, as I said, you got a car. Yeah.
1: So you're happy. And yet. it might be a great excuse to cut the relatives you didn't really want to invite in the first place.
2: <laughs> you'd just be yeah. like,
1: sorry, Aunt Mary, I can't... Mm-hmm. This coronavirus, I, social distancing, I can't bring you. So I really want to... Oh.
2: <laughs> I think you'd be at risk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, um, I suppose it's a happy, sad story. Sorry to hear about, obviously, the yeah, date getting okay. getting pushed back, but you have a brand new car now, so this is amazing. Yep. Happy days. Yeah. And uh, what what did you buy him? Nothing
2: yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. She doesn't need to I, buy him anything because <laughs> you don't owe him anything. You need to remember that Sergei, you are Sergei, precious. it's 2020.
1: It's 2020. <laughs> We're all equal here. Oh. He is
2: very lucky to have you. Is he beside you? <laughs> He's beside her. Cormac, do you want to speak to him?
1: Put him on the phone there. What's his name?
3: Uh, David.
1: David, 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 David. David, <laughs> what's the crack, sir? How are you? Hello. How are you, David? What's the story?
3: Oh, not much,
1: no. Um, You're after setting the bar ridiculously high, so um, not impressed.
2: <laughs> I don't think he's just laughing. He's like, yeah, I know.
1: <laughs>
2: like, I hope that like, your fiancé is listening right now, Cormac. I really do.
1: She's not. She's in... Uh, she's in I don't know, studying or something.
2: Yeah, she's probably listening on the sly now, but she uh, she deserves a car. So, David, did you plan to buy this car, or was it just well, because... I did one,
1: and I, due to the quarantine going on at the minute, I thought it would be nice to surprise her with it.
2: Like, what do you buy for birthdays then, and, you know, regular anniversaries? Can I
1: gonna have to get her a boat. It's my birthday tomorrow, so we'll see what she's doing. Oh, is it? <laughs> Oh, oh my God. Oh, this is amazing. An this event. is amazing because we're getting them on the line tomorrow and we'll be like, well, Emily, what did you surprise what them with? Them. And she'll be like, a spice bag. Uh, that's what I got you. I got you a spice bag <laughs> from a chipper, and that was the end of the day. Oh, God, this will be, this will be make top or break a car? now. You can't make top or break. A car. Now, David, do you need a car? Uh, well, I have a car, but. You, can you do know a new David?
2: One. Just let me know, I actually need a new car. <laughs> I know you don't know me, but you know, I think we could be friends.
1: <laughs> Listen, just uh, let Emily know. I'm sure, like Audi and Volkswagen and BMW are doing great, higher purchasing deals <laughs> and PCP at the moment because no cars are being sold, so you can get your brand new 2020 car. Like, w- what's your what's your dream car?
2: My dream car?
1: No, no, no. I want to, David's. What's David's dream
3: car? Oh, uh, I, I had a BMW before. I'd Like another one, maybe.
1: There you go. BMW. Standard. Easy. There's loads of BMW dealers around the place. So, listen, I'm very excited to see the surprise that Emily will give Dave tomorrow. That'll be a bit of crack.
2: (laughs) Emily is staying very quiet right now. She's like, I rang in to answer the question and that's it. Now, can Uh, we move on? Now we know their whole life
1: story. Do, do. Thanks very much for popping on. And listen, let us know how the BMW looks tomorrow.
2: (laughs) 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 Sorry, Emily. That's all right. (laughs) <laughs> it's all about you today I mean you got your car on his birthday technically so you know yeah. it's
1: Grant. <laughs> right listen uh, the, the question she was
2: the question was more than 160,000 pints of Guinness are lost every year due to what
1: um, what do you think Emily the answer is
3: moustaches
2: oh yeah yeah have you ever noticed especially in a certain place in town where people have big, huge beards and moustaches, usually wearing glasses and a check shirt. And they just have a pint of Guinness in their beer. So every time they take a supper, you're like, it's on your face. Shave that um, immediately.
1: Is, is, that, is that right?
2: Is that right? <clears throat> Technically, yes, it is. Yes, it is right. Popcorn. Oh,
1: well done. Woo! I wanted to, sorry, I wanted to, we'll play some wedding music just for the day that's in it. Oh, beautiful. There we
2: go. Yeah. So basically, uh, more more than one hundred and sixty thousand pints of Guinness are lost in men's beards every <laughs> year.
1: Well, listen, Emily. Congratulations, you got that right. Send us on and uh, send us on an address, or whatever. and We'll post you out some uh, demotivational beer mats. All right.
3: Perfect. Thank you very much. Listen. Uh,
1: congratulations on the car again. Commiserations thank about you. the wedding, but uh, hopefully you have a great day next year. And listen, uh, tell us what car you surprise uh, David with tomorrow.
2: And he's a keeper. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's Absolutely. definitely a keeper. Thanks a million guys for popping on. Thank,
3: thank you.
1: Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Yes, um, uh, yeah, Emily, the first person who WhatsApped in there correctly, because a load of people copped it in the end. Thank you, yep. thank you, thank you. If you Fiona did also got in. that
2: right as well, who messaged me in. So, well done to you. Uh, but, how tragic is that? Like, does that not make you so sad?
1: Well, you don't want to r- go around... You don't want to go around wringing out lads' beards into a pint glass going, I'm just getting, just getting a few squeezes out of that there now, fair play to them. don't mind me. that. Nah, just... You no, know, that's... Uh, Jameson calls it the... Is it the angel's share? Because they lose so much every year distilling. Maybe that's the beard share.
2: Do you know what, though? I just don't understand why there's a need for a beard. There's no need for it. It doesn't enhance your life in any way. It just makes your face hairy and sore to kiss. And it's, it, there's no need for it. Lads, take what, it off. It takes two seconds to shave. There is no. need for beards. Shave. There's you have a
1: beard, you rock out with a beard.
2: You don't have a beard.
1: Yeah, I got. I, I can only grow it to a certain length and then it looks like I've got a puby face. But like I, I have I, a, a bit of stubble.
2: Yeah, stubble is lovely. If Keeper I could grow stubble. a thick,
1: full beard, I would. But I can't. No one I'm not wants a man. that. I'm not no a real one wants man. That. Ah, I, they do. I, Some girls no. love beards.
2: Oh, I don't like beards at all. They scare me so much. Really? You know, like did a you have an beard. incident
1: with Santa back in the day? Is this where this is stemming I, from, Tricia? I, lo-
2: I love Santa for obvious reasons, but no, I think there's something about stubble, lovely. Then when it gets a little bit longer than stubble and it turns into a beard, i just creeped out. I really am. I'm not attracted to that at all. And I think they're totally unnecessary and they're just more hassle than anything. Now you know that A, you're, you're stabbing your girlfriend in the face physically with your beard because it's so sore. Uh, B, it doesn't look that nice. And C, you're losing your pints.
1: Uh, you're you going know what? for a
2: pint a... and you might as well just give it to your beard.
1: Uh, come on now, you've got to give it a try. Listen, maybe this will help you. Have you ever heard of the band, I think they're from Australia, called The Beards?
2: Yeah, I have, actually.
1: They're fantastic. They have a few <laughs> brilliant songs. We should play these out for the rest of the evening. Uh, if you've never heard of these, these are just all about the beards. <laughs> oh. No! Great song. This is Beards.
2: Look, if you want to have a beard, you maybe you shouldn't 14, be allowed to have one. Your dad taught you to
0: shave. That
1: wasn't the a of this song fatherly
0: way for him to behave. You had to watch your first beard snouting down the train. A be it abandoned, a son betrayed. Your dad taught you how. Beautiful. And look at you now. Wait
1: for the chorus here. The chorus is beautiful. If
0: your dad doesn't have a beard, you've got two mums, two beardless mums <laughs> If your dad
1: Oh dear! Oh dear! Only well, listen, if that, thank- you
2: clean shave, have you got two moms? Because yeah, clean shave. No one wants a baby looking at. Hey, you make up your mind now. You can't. What? You need in between. You need stubble. <sighs> Keep it at stubble and just move on with your life. Have a pint and look like a hot man.
1: Um, so, so most people did get it right. Emily was first in, but thanks for the messages. Um, Philip out in Toronto got in touch. What's the story in Toronto, Philip? Uh, We'd love to have a chat with you if you want to come on maybe in a week or so. What's life in lockdown over there? But what what has you over in Toronto? Travel or... Love. Travel or, or love or work? Uh, is it wasted in the slops? No. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Who sent this in now? Another one from... Oh, Isabel's with us again this evening. Um, Philip, do you know Isabel? She is uh, over in Canada as well. Such an American thing to say to an Irish person. Do you know Jan from Galway? My apologies. Yeah, most people got it. Uh, uh, 160,000 points are lost in beards. So yeah. there you go. So Devastate. there we go.
2: We don't need them. Devastating. Yeah
1: listen, uh, always drink responsibly, visit drinkaware.ie and just remember if you have a big bushy beard Unfortunately, Guinness is being <laughs> Guinness is being lost in it every single day. Well, no, obviously not every single day now. But there you go. Uh, on the way, a little bit later on, an expert on sexting. So if you're bored out of your mind and you've been messaging people on Tinder, and maybe you want to take that messaging up a level, you want to ooh get a bit get a bit sensual and intimate. How do you do it? What emojis should you use? What emojis should you never use in a sexting session? If that's even what you call it, it sounds. I, I feel as if I shouldn't say that word. I don't think I can say that word properly. Why? I, I feel as if I'm. I'm a, I feel like I'm, I'm your a mother trying to say cool. Oh, isn't he a real cool dude now? Isn't he? You know what I mean? It just doesn't doesn't flow well. sexting really? Maybe yeah, you're too old. It. That's it. Yeah. I'm uh, too, yeah. I'm I, I, sure. I usually write letters. I used to write pen pal <laughs> letters with ink from a a, a feathered pen. Going. Whoa, I'll See you on the morrow. Back in my day, that's how we did it. No. Well,
2: I, <laughs> I, I do think. I do think it's not something that you'd be saying. Oh yeah, I was sexting her last night. Do you know, you wouldn't really say that to your friends.
1: Are you getting much sexed? What? What do you want yeah. to do? Have you lost your sexed virginity? Anyway, there's do's and don'ts to it. There's apparently ways you should do it. There's, under, there's ways you shouldn't do it. So uh, the person who puts that etiquette guide together will be on very, very shortly. On the way next, though, why did a gentleman steal 126 pairs of flip-flops? Any ideas, Saoirse? Um
2: Maybe he likes shoes. He likes certain kinds of shoes. Maybe he's a collection that he keeps in his house because, uh, you know, people collect random things like toenails and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Maybe he just likes shoes. Maybe
1: he just likes shoes. He likes going to the beach. Yeah, he he likes going to the beach. Um, He likes them a lot. Anyway, I'll explain more and give you a round of the weirdest stories from all over the world. I'm down with that sort of thing. Careful now that's on the way.
0: FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long
1: coming up after 11 o'clock this evening on the show if you're in a relationship and your other half is way smarter than you like significantly more intelligent than you there's new research to come out to say they might be more likely to have an affair but the only good news is if you are less intelligent than your partner you are more likely to have an affair as well so the impact of intelligence on your relationships and on attraction and different things like that that'll be on the way a little bit after 11 o'clock now FM
0: 104
1: there's a few good weird ones in here this evening. now.
0: Weird news
2: stories. I've never heard the likes.
1: Right. Okay, so if you've just tuned in, uh, this is where myself and Sérgio give you a roundup of some of the strangest news stories from all over the world. And there's a, a couple of odd ones this evening. We will start off with a brand new delivery service, which I think... You, well, no, no, you, I don't think you would love this, but I think a lot of women would, would love this.
2: Oh. Um... So- And you don't think I'd love it?
1: No, I, I don't think you would because I don't think you're into this type of guy but remember a couple of weeks ago we were chatting to the manager of the strip club over in Portland, Oregon and oh, yeah. uh, they did two things to stay afloat. One, they converted their car park into a drive-through strip club experience so you could go in and get yourself a little socially distanced dance and um, they would face masks on and happy days. That's one of the things they did but they also had a pretty good kitchen because they had to do food and they started doing deliveries and their delivery drivers were the strippers and the strippers would drop you the food and they do a little dancing ooh what's going on and that's how they kind of kept people going and kept the business going and kept people working if you want to listen back to that interview it's up on the podcast highly recommend you do because it was hilarious a startup over in Japan though is now doing something similar except with guys and what they're doing is they've set up a rival to Uber Eats and it's going to be topless buff delivery men delivering your food
2: Selling a little?
0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you.
2: I mean, that wouldn't do anything for me, personally. That's what
1: I thought, yeah. I mean, maybe you would like a a stubbly guy with a bit of a dad bod, and that would be it, that you'd like to see topless. But um, the guy who set this up, his name is Masarani Segura, and he is an entrepreneur over in Japan, uh, but he is also a bodybuilder. And he is hooked up with like 10 or 12 of his bodybuilding friends who are all champion bodybuilders. And it's like the, um, what's the name of that male strip dancing group that's famous globally, what are they called? Oh, God. You know what I mean, though? The guys, yeah. and the, they come over here and do shows over here. But basically, it's basically that some of the most ripped, uh, uh, attractive, muscular men in the world um, are working for this app. And it's called Viber Macho. So instead of Uber, it's, it's V-B-E-R. Viber Macho is the name of this. It's only available over in Japan at the moment anyway. Um, but Viber Macho, it's a food delivery service uh, with just exclusively delivered to you by incredibly buff men.
2: Maybe I would definitely pay for this just to see what happens, but it wouldn't be something I would be looking forward to. I wouldn't be going, I'm going to see a topless guy with a six-pack. That just doesn't excite me.
1: Doesn't do for you? I'm sure. Maybe it doesn't do for Sergio, but I'm sure, you know, if you're listening, you're a woman, you are like a bit of a topless six-packed man coming up to you with your... uh... Although, how would it feel if we did it over here? Because, I don't know, would there be a weird kind of... uh range of emotions because you'd be like oh this guy is beautiful he's got a six pack and then you're getting a spice bag off him and six chicken balls and a yeah, three and one and about. a full bottle of fat coke and you're kind of like he's handing it to you like do you think they judge you They're like you're never going to get to 8% body fat man eating this but thanks see you bye
2: I, I think there'll be a lot of fights and when I mean fights you know you order your food a lot of times in this country it's raining so you get your food and you don't want to stand there at the door letting your food go cold just so you can see some man do a little dance
1: for you. Gyrating <laughs> out in the lamppost in the rain. Oh, there'd be yeah. nothing sexier. It would be yeah, amazing. Imagine
2: trying to close the door and he's like, no, no, just just one more one more thing. <laughs> and he's doing some kind of weird thing on the ground. And you're like, no, get up and leave, please. Thank you. Here's a tip.
1: Yeah, leave, me, leave me with my food. I'm more attracted to the food than your abs. Thank you. Yeah, goodbye.
3: Definitely.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I said, never thought of that. So listen, that's launched over in Japan. Uh, Masurani Segura. And it's called Viber Macho. Food delivery service only delivered by buff men. So there you go. That's what's happening over there. Um, Also in Japan, we must uh, continue on. They're reopening their theme parks and their fun... I was going to say fun zones. A fun zone? (laughs) Where's your fun zone? (laughs) So they're reopening (laughs) their their fairground parks and their theme parks and and stuff like that. But they've obviously had to do this under the social distancing guidelines. Oh, yeah. Um, and obviously the, you have to wear a face mask their haunted house and things like that are going to be socially distant so you're not going to be able to scare someone up you know in their face you know did you ever oh, do yeah. any of the uh, haunted house things that were yeah you know, I they used do you the do the yeah and um, now you so can't obviously do them anymore. you won't be able to jump in, in on top of people so it'd be interesting to see how they survive because one those uh but while with haunted spectaculars and different things like that, you know, they clean up at Halloween. And mm. they're brilliant crack as well with the cleanup. I wonder if it's... Uh, although it could be a changed experience. If you're in a room on your own, that can be just as terrifying. You're just left there on your own in darkness and you're hearing things. That'd be terrifying. Um, I mean, anyway, I think
2: if you're dressed as like a ghost or something and you had one of those masks on and you had the protective gear on, you'd actually look pretty creepy.
1: Well, yeah, it would look like a fallout, kind of nuclear fallout. Hazmats everywhere and people would be like, Oh my God! Um... Yeah, so in, in their theme parks. But one of the things they've asked people to do is that if you are on a roller coaster, you are now not allowed to scream. You're not allowed to scream. Yeah, because obviously, you know, deep breathing and deep breaths uh, can help transmit the virus over greater areas. So they're asking people not to scream on the roller coaster. How weird an experience would that be?
2: But you don't know that you're going to scream. You're just scared. <laughs> I know you're just frightened you can't stop people from screaming what happens you get kicked off
1: mm-hmm. they stop the whole roller coaster,
2: and they're like you yeah out. actually
1: how are they going to do that they're not actually going to be able to please that you
2: too much fun no they're not
1: mm-hmm. keep your mouth open. yeah could you stop yourself screaming on a roller coaster? no I couldn't
2: no I definitely couldn't I uh, I'm very vocal I wouldn't be able to stay quiet
1: well things like uh, Wonderland well, yeah, comes back and, and Tato Park comes back you're yeah. going to go on that. Are they going to have the same things?
2: But they're going to have go masks. You're going to have to wear...
1: <laughs> going to rename it the roller coaster of misery. You have to go on there and just not have any fun at all and just moan your whole way around it going. no, No, do I'll you know what they'll
2: do? They'll get rid of all the rides and they'll just stick in the teacups.
1: <laughs> but you won't even <laughs> be able to like scream or have woo. fun on them?
2: No, but it'll be going Yay. really slow. You know, the baby ones that just barely move.
1: <laughs> the little... <laughs> Train ride for kids around the park. You'd be sitting there going, oh, "This is fun. I'm having oh, fun."
3: that's brilliant.
1: <clears throat> so that is the current situation in theme parks over in Japan. No screaming on the roller coasters. Thank you. Please. Now this has to be the most Polish thing to have ever happened in Poland. A man has been fined about seven thousand three hundred euro for doing two things. He went back in to a zoo. So they've started to ease some of their restrictions and over in Poland, the zoos are back open. So obviously everyone was a little bit busy and went to the zoo. This man had a a little bit too much to drink. He jumped over the fence at the bear enclosure and uh, wrestled a bear. Did he survive? He did. He wrestled the bear. But he's being fined for, one, wrestling the bear and, two, doing so without a face mask.
2: Oh, my God.
1: So guidelines over in Poland, you have to wear a face mask, face mask out in public and out in places like zoos where there's a lot of people. He wasn't doing that. He apparently had one too many beers. He was drinking irresponsibly and he jumped over. He got into the, there's a video of this by the way, you can see this video online. He, he jumped over into the, pin, uh, or into the pen where they are and thankfully for him there was only uh, one bear one baby bear in there at the moment so the big huge grizzly wasn't there to like rip his face off and you know the way they have like the what would you call it they have the water kind of surrounding the area yeah. so like the, the bears kind of like climb up he jumped into that to try and kind of save himself and then the bear jumped in and he just starts wrestling the bear for a good 60 seconds he's on top of the bear trying to choke out the bear he's pulling back its ears uh, and thankfully the bear wasn't injured and he wasn't mauled to death and he was taken out and he was arrested for one obviously jumping into the to the to the enclosure and two he wasn't wearing a face mask so they're like listen pal good luck
2: and that's why you should never drink irresponsibly
1: <laughs> no in a zoo of all places can you imagine
2: oh my god well Ooh. he's lucky he survived he probably shouldn't have
1: no no he he definitely shouldn't have survived that he definitely um shouldn't have survived that but he did in the end anyway thankfully I suppose uh, now onto the story why did the man steal one hundred and twenty six pairs of flip flops.
2: Um, again I'm like flip flops are very particular yep I wouldn't even own a pair of flip flops Uh, I usually because I'm so small I like to wear you know the wedge shoes to the beach Yep. yep. so flip flops I just find that strange now I saw a picture of this and they're all different colours so maybe it was something to do with the array of colours or the design maybe they're just comfier you know like crocs no Uh,
1: this was over in a place in uh, Thailand, so a small uh, town in a central part of Thailand, and all the locals flip flops were going missing because over there, in you know, in hotter countries, people wear flip flops twenty four seven, probably more than they do wear runners or shoes. So yeah. he was going around stealing all of his neighbors. Twenty four year old man, he was uh, stealing all of his neighbors flip flops and. Um, and the locals got a little bit weird, contacted the police, and then they set up security cameras on one of his neighbour's houses just to see what was going on and found that it was him. It was him sneaking around in the middle of the night, nabbing pairs of flip-flops and bringing them home. <laughs> but what was he doing with them when he was at home? Um,
2: Hanging them on the wall?
1: He had a fetish for flip-flops. What? Apparently you can going to have a fetish. You're going to have a fetish for anything. you had a fetish for flip-flops. So we got yeah, arrested. rest.
2: fetish for, you know, obviously feet. Yeah. We spoke to somebody who um, sold her pictures of her feet. Oh,
1: videos of her toenails. Ew.
2: Yeah, but people are into that. And I kind of, I don't get it, but I kind of understand. But, flip, yeah. like, flip-flops? Well,
1: That's it gets strange. weirder, Saoirse. It gets weirder. So he was arrested and they uh, kind of raided his home and they searched his home and he had the 126 pairs and he was asked what did he do with them and he said uh, he wears them for several hours, he then cuddles them, he kisses them then he strips off and has sex with them.
2: Oh my
1: God. What?
2: How do you have sex with a flip-flop?
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know but people are creative and inventive.
2: Oh! that is so weird yeah would you want your flip flops
1: back after that we rescued your flip flops they were being held hostage in this guy's gaff you'd be kind of like listen man you keep them you hang on to them
2: oh my god that is the strangest fetish I've ever heard of in my life and he was arrested for doing
1: that (laughs) he stole he was stealing property it wasn't just one or two everyone's uh, shoes and flip flops were going missing and uh, they found that he was (coughs) getting to know them quite intimately in his own house
2: Oh no, and they all the worst stained?
1: Part, the worst part about this is you are imagining and you listening are imagining several different ways in which you could potentially have sex with a flip-flop and shame on you for doing that right now. But listen, <laughs> trying to make I sense thought about it, it like, too. <laughs> yeah, you were like, where would it go? I mean, m- maybe the the, the the bit in between the th- toes is kind of no, like a No, you're obviously whole...
2: sandwiching
1: it. <laughs> or, yeah, are you using one or two? I wouldn't even know. <laughs> so listen,
2: You're using two.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe you are maybe you're not uh you're probably using two yeah uh, so that that's uh what's happened over in thailand uh, lately and we'll finish on this which isn't too uh which isn't too disgusting anyway which is good um a a man from canada has finally gotten a delivery that he ordered quite a while ago so he ordered something online and i don't know if you've if you've ordered anything recently. Uh, A lot of places are swamped now with online deliveries and places are delayed. I don't don't know, have you been like, are you waiting on anything at the moment?
2: I am waiting on a lot of clothes orders, yeah.
1: Yeah, so there's huge deliveries and maybe you're ordering stuff and it gets cancelled, And you know, for God's sake. So listen, that's just happening at the moment. Anyway, this guy ordered something eight years ago and it just got (laughs) delivered yesterday. Stop! (laughs) Eight (laughs) years. Can you imagine that? Yeah. What was it? Um, it was hair cream from well.ca. Welcome. No well.ca?
2: way. Eight yep. years ago. Imagine not even complaining about that. Just just, just saying to yourself, it didn't arrive, sure luck. I'll get it in a shop.
1: Eight years so later. That's a it pretty it long eight time.
2: Eight years later. Oh yeah? my God. He probably doesn't even have hair now. <laughs>
1: that's it. Yeah, it was a thing of real cream he ordered back in 2012, he said. Um And it was only he said he only cost him like five dollars
2: that's mad
1: that's yeah, mad, isn't it?
2: I wouldn't use it just in case that's I' say sure it's
1: fine. But you just be a bit confused it's like oh what's going on I
2: mean where was it for eight years that's what i want to know
1: i like it was it just like a bug in the system where his order was never fully processed, and then did it finally kind of do it, or was there just yeah, like, was it, maybe it was just left sitting in a warehouse somewhere with the address on it and never got picked up and put on a truck. And then they're doing a clear out years later and like, ooh, whoopsies. Hmm.
2: No, yeah. I'd be raging if that was me.
1: Yeah, it'd be a little bit awkward, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, very awkward.
1: Now, listen, It was only five quid, I suppose. At least it wasn't something too important. I don't, I don't know what, you know what vital things you're going to be ordering online but imagine you
2: had ordered say an iphone the new iphone and it, it, it arrived eight <laughs> years later and it's been updated like a hundred times
1: yeah it's like a, it's a like an obsolete ancient brick at that stage god <laughs> <clears throat> like, oh, damn it uh, so there you go if you are currently waiting on something that has taken a couple of weeks or a couple of months thankfully it hopefully won't take you eight years a guy over in toronto had his brill cream that he bought online and delivered Eight years later. And that wraps up down with that sort of thing. Careful now. If you see Anton by the way, that's a little bit weird or unusual or strange that you think we should give him edge to let us know. Oh it's of FM 104's Room
0: 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Oh,
1: 0876797104 and maybe you can upgrade your text after this next person that we've spoken to because we're going to talk about something I'll be honest with you I have never done in my entire life.
2: Now I kind of have though and I've told you this a little bit I used to work as um, somebody that would entertain people over the phone.
1: But it was, it was over the phone it wasn't necessarily just via text you know what I mean you weren't you weren't restricted to just your messages. No
2: in fairness I didn't actually have to text it was all kind of done over the phone but it was similar You've got to be creative,
1: it, yeah, and yeah. um, you got to know what you're doing and communicate in a, in a raunchy kind of way. We're talking sexting, and we're going to have a little bit of an explanation what exactly it is for you, but also how do you do it properly? What are some of the key uh, things you might be doing or you may not be doing right? And hopefully we'll take all of our sexting levels to a new level after this. Joining us now is somebody who has just recent, recently written an article uh, for vice.com. Helen Mariel Thomas, how are you?
3: I'm very well, thank
1: you. Good, good. Part of me feels as if we should be having this interview via text and then, you know, we could uh, <laughs> to take, it, take it up there but I don't know if that would work uh, very well on, on radio. For someone who's Listening right now, um, who may have heard the term but mightn't be 100% familiar with the term, what exactly, how would you describe sexting?
3: I think sexting is any kind of exchange through two mobile devices that is primarily text-based, that is around uh, sort of sexuality and... Exploring what you might want to do with each other, or something which you've just done to yourself, or something you've just seen, and you want to discuss it with that other person.
2: I kind of feel though you have to have a really good way with words because, as I said, <laughs> I've done this over the phone and it's fine. I think you can kind of grasp, you know, the mood a little bit better over the phone. But I think in texting, I've tried this a few times and it's ended very quickly.
3: Um, yeah. I mean, I think that you definitely can benefit from doing a little bit of reading beforehand. Um, but I think it's really like it's a really nice opportunity to get to know someone's language and what they want to do with it and there are certain words that really turn some people on and other words which turn on other people and uh, it's kind of a really nice way to get to know your partner or um, just the person that you're sexting with uh, to get to know what kind of words turn them on and sometimes it's a really good idea to kind of have that conversation in a sexy way before you actually kind of get down to it um, to really open up those avenues and not gross anyone. Out because there are universal words that just
2: works for everyone. Ooh, chocolate! I mean,
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, chocolate's quite a good one, uh, unless you're lactose intolerant, maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: imagine that, god damn it. Yeah.
3: I mean, I don't know. I, I, I quite like lick. I think most people quite like the word lick. Or tingle is a very good one. Or actually, I think one of the best sex that I've had all lockdown is the thing I really miss about you is how you smell.
1: Oh oh that's yeah. interesting we only talked about that there recently about what was it the smell of if your smells are the same yeah. sometimes smells can be incompatible anyway that's a, the topic for a, a, a different evening here so when we're talking yeah. about sexting is it is this primarily something that you do either when you're just let's say dating someone or just you know something off Tinder or can you do it if you're like 17 years married I-
3: you can do it whatever the relationship status I mean I think it's really up to you if you're comfortable doing it with someone that you've just started talking to on Tinder then go for it if it, you know your partner of many many years then you know even if you're in different parts of the house they so got kids running around it's a very nice way to kind of ease into a sexual vibe before you maybe actually get into the same room together at the end of the day so yeah i think that whatever the situation you can definitely get into sexting
1: yeah so before maybe we jump in and we start i know you've got a comprehensive guide about the do's and the don'ts about you know some some proper ways to do sexting um let's say hypothetically you're doing this with someone you've just met on tinder i imagine or someone you're just texting i imagine like do you just come out of nowhere at two o'clock in the afternoon and go i want to lick you (laughs) uh, or how (laughs) it's the best place to approach kicking it off
3: um yeah maybe don't do that Um, (laughs) i think as with all sexual interactions the number one most important thing is to engage with consent and that is Case whether or not you're in a 17 year long marriage, or if you know you're just talking to someone through Tinder, and I think like a really good way to initiate that is to just say, I've been thinking about you all day, or I can't stop thinking about this thing I want to do to you, and that kind of invites the other person to say whether or not they would like to engage because you never know what someone's situation might be, and even if they really, really fancy you and would really like to be sexing you, you don't know if someone's looking over their shoulder or they might just be in a really uncomfortable situation for it. So... Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. They're at a family funeral suggested. and they're in the church
1: and you're there going, ooh, how are you? And you're like, listen, Dave, not right now. Just really not feeling yeah. right yeah. now. It's just not um, a good time to start yeah. doing this. Always
3: giving someone op- an opportunity to, to back down from it is a good idea. No, I wonder if men are better than women
2: at this or the other way around, because I know Cormac took over my Tinder account for Valentine's Day to try and get me a date. But you said the amount of guys that would kind of jump straight into that whole sex oh, thing. Oh, the
1: the, the, oh my God, the yeah. It, the one thing I learned about managing her Tinder profile and being Saoirse on Tinder for a, a couple of weeks was that men are very full on and intense from the get-go and I even found it suffocating and smothering and very, very weird. You know, lads that you would think look very nice and then they're all like, what are you doing later on? Do you want to come around for a ride? And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> let's just hold the horses here, you know. Or so no, the I one think, with
2: the biscuits. The biscuit comment.
1: What was the biscuit one again? Remember who was talking about. It was some filth. Do oh I like some yeah. biscuit because he, want, oh,
2: he wants yeah, to open, the, it open
1: it Yeah, just... Oh, just, an Oreo, wasn't yeah. it? An Oreo comment or yeah, something. Yeah, it was an Oreo. Uh, Something to do about an Oreo. And it was just... It was just... Yeah, it was vile. I didn't consent to it. I, he didn't ask. He just went ahead. And I was like, <laughs> hang on now a second. Disgusting. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you've, you've got to maybe um, set things up and make sure everyone's, uh, everyone's good to go. And then what I suppose are the the follow-on stages from that then how does one you know progress and move it forward so it's not weird and creepy and it's actually a bit of fun for people who are doing
3: it <laughs> i mean i think if you've um asked, asked them an open-ended question like do you want to guess what i've been thinking about doing all day then they have the opportunity Ooh. to say yes or no and then you can kind of tell them and i think if you are kind of now starting to move into the sexual space in those texts then you can kind of think, like, if I was with you, this is what I would touch first, and this is what body part I'd use to touch that part of you. So it might be that I'd, you know, run my finger down your jaw, or I'd lick your jawline, or I'd rub my thumbs down your neck, or it doesn't have to be something as explicit as, you know, penetration. There are lots of sexy things that are, like, micro-touches that you can use to ease in that conversation, yeah, and yeah, I you can say
1: something like, "I'll, I'll pick up, put the, I'll pick, in, I'll bring in the washing from outside, or I'll do the hoover <laughs> yeah, slowly <I> mean, <laughs> in some underwear, sexy underwear, if you'd like it." <laughs>
3: I'll I mean, if that's if that's what that couple is into, then they should go for it. Like, sexuality and sexting is that it's whatever you want to do and the partner wants to do and that's good for you.
2: Do you think though that um, sometimes with this sexting you seem to be an expert in this area that you could have a better experience than in person? I think so. I think that has
3: actually happened to me before (laughs) where I've like been sexting someone and got quite excited and then when we've actually sat together it's not been that exciting but I think it's definitely if you're kind of really into a multi-sensory experience, then sexting is great because I think when you actually have sex with someone, often you can get completely caught up in the moment that you don't really take it in and it's obviously like a very physical thing but sometimes it's very physically focused on one area of the body and uh, actually the great thing with sexting is that you have time to pause and to kind of take your time and talk about what someone might smell like or what they might taste like or uh, how you want to touch them what you might say to them in their ear which you might never actually get around to saying if you were just sleeping together you know. That's what I was thinking because
2: obviously I've never done it properly before but I can imagine if you were going into the detail that you were talking about, even like you know, finger going over their jaw or whatever it might be, that I was thinking in person that just wouldn't happen.
3: No, exactly. You can live the fantasy in sexting that you might never actually get around to if you're just sleeping together. Actually, maybe this is one that people who've been in a long-term marriage should do because it's a chance to really, you know, smell the flowers.
1: Uh, I like it. It's it, it's it's nearly like you're you're both writing an erotic novel line by line via text. <laughs>
3: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, and I think especially for women, I think a lot of our sexuality is sometimes stimulated by reading, by words and by taste and touch and smell in a way that, you know, I think for often for men, it can be a more visual experience.
1: Well, you saw a website there, was it the start of this year? Remember the one it was it was like, um. it was an adult website, particularly aimed at women, yes. but it was just Audio. It was like audio books. It was like a Spotify of a uh, audio graphic adult novels, as opposed and uh, as opposed to just visuals. And it was very, it was, it was, it was strange and it was different, but it was very, um, yeah, very immersive and, and, and very strange. But I can see how it would, uh, you know, arouse certain people who'd, who'd be into it. So there are obviously those things to do. You, know, you ask for c- consent. It sounds like as well the more kind of you need to pay attention. You're nearly paying more attention via text than you are with someone because you have to think about okay, what would I like to do? What 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 do, do I think they might like? What they mightn't like? Is there any then things you would say you shouldn't do during um, sexting?
3: Don't assume that you're going to know what that other person likes and especially when you start involving pictures and video and stuff which which is great and like can really enrich the experience if that's what you both want to do but just like the human body particularly genitalia can be very affronting and just sending a dick pic that is not necessarily what that person's gonna like and actually um, for the piece I spoke to a, a sex therapist uh, an educator and hoddership who kind of recommends having like a yes no maybe conversation before any kind of erotic discussion you also don't know what tra- traumas people might have in their past if there's a particular thing which might make them feel really afraid so just to have an open conversation before you know the real thing uh, i think that that can only be a positive and it doesn't have to be this unsexy thing people are really afraid of consent conversations but actually that can be a massive turn on.
2: What if you're not getting the response that you want?
3: I think if you're not getting the response that you want, um, just put down the phone. Don't worry about it. And um, I think like it is a it is a two way thing in that if someone sent you something quite sexual and you don't really know how to respond, you're perfectly within your rights to just say, "Hey, I'm not in the mood right now," or uh, "I." you know this isn't a good time or I'm not really into doing that and you know that will stop the other person feeling too vulnerable and uh, start losing their head a bit but yeah if you're not going the response you want then you know maybe just put the phone down for a bit mm. and don't worry don't take it personally it might just be not something that the other person wants to do. There's a lot of people
2: listening that are isolating from their partners and you know this might be a little way to get the spark back going or? Yeah,
3: yeah I mean that's entirely possible, but um, you know, if it's not what someone's into, or at least not what they're into
1: at that moment, then. I, I like the way you've wrapped this article as well. So, if you're just tuned in, we're, we're chatting about a uh, sexting. You can let us know if you if, if you fancy trying it. We've we've just provided you with some tips here this evening. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven. What WhatsApp is in some sexy texts that you've uh, just come up with there? Like maybe you want to sniff our elbows, and we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, uh,
2: that's a good idea. Actually, try to seduce
1: <laughs> us. Over time. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have a Sajuso meter here on the show and we'll see if anyone can just, <laughs> just send us off the charts. But um, I love the way you end this because obviously 2020, we're all on uh, social media and a part of messaging back and forth is the emojis. And you have a list of emojis that you say are obviously acceptable and a list of emojis that aren't acceptable. I love the fact that the ones that are allowed are things like, you know, the peach one, the fire one, the uh, the lips, the cherry, all of that is good. And then some what you would think is innocuous and positive uh, emojis are not allowed like the cry laughy face and uh, the poo emoji and just i can see why if you're sending either a picture of yourself or if you're sending like a sexy message about what you do and then you just get back a laughy face it's a bit um oh <laughs> Well, that's that's horrible. Uh, you
2: know, yeah. I'll just
1: go home now. Oh, God. So uh, I, I like those as well. So listen, before we wrap up, Helen, we appreciate you giving up your uh, time here this evening and sharing your infinite wisdom and knowledge around this. Is there any kind of final tip or piece of advice you'd give to someone or a couple who's listening that might think about picking up and doing a little bit of sexting of a, of a Wednesday evening? A final tip? Yeah, do you have any final thoughts or t- piece of advice you'd give for people who've never done this before?
3: Have fun always with all sexual things you should just have fun and once you've nailed what it is the other person is into then the world really is your uh, oyster when it comes to sexting and if you've just watched some porn that you really enjoyed and you want to tell them you think that they'd like it then you know maybe tell them just have fun it doesn't there are no Rules other than
1: consent when it comes to this game. Consent, have fun, and no stupid emojis, and everyone is going to have uh, a good time. Uh, brilliant. Yeah, well, listen. networks
3: are going to crash
2: and uh, site <laughs> yeah. <tonight> written off. <laughs> yeah, oh, a, uh, so know
3: that anything that you exchange online could be leaked. So just bear that in mind if you're going to start exchanging
1: explicit materials. Yeah, privacy is dead. Unfortunately, it's dead a long time ago. <laughs> so you always keep that in mind in the back of your head. Listen, Helen, uh, Helen Muriel Thomas, thanks a million for popping on. If you want to check out that article by the way Uh, go on to uh, voice.com it's the UK version and you'll see it there uh, how to sex properly and also follow her on uh, Instagram and the usual places it's I am Helen Thomas listen Helen it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for popping on
3: you're very welcome thanks so much